This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. Huh? I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is for Wednesday. <laughs> and like we said yesterday, if you are wanting to listen to two imperfect people that was it. who love the Lord and, and are flawed but are willing to share their experience, strength, and hope, you've come to the right place. <laughs> Which is living it up and my beginning again. That's right. Well, are you unsure if your desires are God's desires for you? Then consider praying this simple prayer. Yeah, it's just a simple prayer. We just say, God, whatever the desires in our heart that are not of you, take them away. And whatever desires are from you, make those stronger. That's right. You know, and that's backed up by Psalms 37, 4 through 7. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you. He will make your innocence radiate radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord, and wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. And if you're new to, to studying the Word, if you've never heard this before, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew and the New Testament is written in Greek. And since that scripture comes from the Old Testament, there's certain words that is always best to look into whatever language they were written originally. And the operative word in, in this scripture is delight. That's right. And we looked up delight in Hebrew because again, this was scripture was from the Old Testament, and and I was surprised to see what how it defined it. Yeah. It defined it as feminine. It defined it as being dependent on God. It was defined as trusting God to just relying on Him. That's delighting ourselves in Him. That's right. That's what He wants. And when we are in those situations where we feel like I am. I am so out of my element. This is so bigger than me. You know what? God's got us right where He wants us. Totally dependent on Him. So, if you look at that word again in Hebrew, delighting yourself in the Lord, delight means trusting on, leaning on, depending on. And again, it it said to be feminine-like, to be dependent on Him. So, that really changes Scripture for me. And then the rest of it says, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Yeah, or your heart's desire. That's exactly right, honey. And when you get that straight and then you start to pray for God's desires to be your desires, your des- what happened with me is my heart's desire was Him. Yeah. Was living to just please Him, just trusting Him, just no matter what, no matter what happened, I just was delighting myself in Him by just saying, I trust God in this. Yeah. That pleases Him. That de- that delights Him. That's right. You know, I mean, some people may read that scripture and go, you know, well, I delight myself in the Lord, you know, means I'll be, you know, I'll be happy with Him. 
and he'll give me my, my desires. You know, I need a new car, or I need a new house, so he'll just give me my, my desires. That's what I desire. Well, no, you know what? This is, again, this was written in the Old Testament, okay? And so what, what he's trying to tell the people of this time and what he's trying to tell us is exactly what Teresa was saying. You delight yourself in the Lord. You surrender to him totally. And your heart's desire becomes him. Right, that's right. You know, his son, Christ. Mm-hmm. That's who your heart's desire becomes. And with that, that's when it says you trust in him and he will help you. But if, if you don't, if he's not your desire of your heart, then how can you trust in him? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, how can he help you? Right. So it really, you read that you know the scripture four through seven, and it says, "Be still in the presence of the Lord, and he will and wait patiently for him to act." The only way you can do that is if he's your desire, mm-hmm. because if he's not, you're going to get impatient and go, ah, "Enough of this." And you're just going to fall out, and that's what they call, you know, when you backslide. Okay? I mean, that's true. You know, I'm not going to wait anymore. I've waited for two months, and he hadn't reacted, and, and I'm out of here. Now, if, if, if you're not sure that you want to follow Christ yet, you just maybe happen to stumble upon us, this is going to be kind of foreign to you, because once you, you've completely fallen in love with him... That's just it. That's the natural course. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, you just want to, you, you just can't wait to please him. You, you you lean on him and you trust him. Just He's your beloved. And if, if you're not there yet and you just heard this, ask him. We can testify. Your desires are going to change anyway. They are. Your desires for the world and those the things of the world will grow faintly dim, just like the song says. That's for sure. For me, I, I really... I'm I'm really content, you know. Um, my desire for a lot of possessions and accumulating a lot of things has—I don't struggle with that anymore because right. I am so caught up in just being in awe of what He does in my life when I'm in obedience and when I just watch for Him to act. Yeah. As long as I'm going on and doing my part, you know, and, and He does my business when I do His. Yeah. Your desires changed to that. Totally changed. I mean, I had a you know a radical transformation. You know, we don't have time to go into my testimony, but I, it was radical. I mean, I totally you know changed completely. And and uh, people that have known me for all my life, you know, they're going, "What is wrong with you, dude?" And then they started looking at me and going, "Man, you're happy. You're, you're so happy. You know, I mean, you you seem so content. You know, what's going on?" Because the other way yeah. that you're never content, it's just right. one more thing, and you acquire that thing. In my, what I'm saying, and then that wears off, and then you yeah. want something else. Well, you know, you know, you want the next high or the mm-hmm. next excitement or right. the next, the next thing that's going to fill you up. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The only thing that can fill you up that you never be need to be filled up again is Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and God's formula for our success is that we develop a relationship with Him mm-hmm. and determine to serve Him in everything. We do. Everything. You know, it's God's perfect timing, you know, but it's your perfect choice. That's what I like to say. God's perfect timing is when you make your that perfect choice. And just um, wanting to spend time alone with Him. Oh, man. You know, that was a huge adjustment for us when uh, we began to, to date after we both had been single for so long because Scott and I had both spent so much time 
with the Lord because we had the time now to do that. And that was something that we knew we were going to face when um, we started to get serious and begin to talk about, you know, getting married and moving in, how that how that could possibly be affected. And that, that took some, some thought. It took some prayer. It took some getting used to because we were both at such a good place that, you know, thinking that, that the time with him was going to change because we were so just so used to being able to spend time with the Lord whenever we wanted to, you know? That's right. And so, but that's what happens. It's, it's just a natural course. And it's hard to explain unless you um, have really experienced God like that. And we always say that. We want to say that more. It is an experience. Experiencing God is what will change your life. Well, you know, in, in Psalms thirty-seven eighteen, it says, Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. In other, in other words, those who come to him. And they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Man. Right. Um, when I came to that realization, when I came to Christ, my life's changed. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to delight myself in him, man. I wanted to know him more. You wanted to trust in him. Yeah. Depend on him and... Lean on him. But he was clear to me. You want to trust me? You want to know who I am? You need to study my word. As I, and as I began to study his word, then he started to speak to me. Mm-hmm. And he started to say, what's your heart's desire, Scott? Is it the worldly things? And I remember one day telling God, you are my desire. Mm-hmm. And because you love me, and you love me first. I love you. Mm-hmm. And I devoted my life to it. And you know what? Do I still make mistakes? Absolutely. But look at David. If you've never read the Bible, read Samuel, okay? <laughs> <coughs> David was a very imperfect person. But what does everyone always quote in churches? David was a man after God's own heart. God knew his heart. He knew his desire was him. But he was still human. He messed up. That's right. But God knew his heart. That's right. And his heart's desire was to trust in him. That's right. And he was devoted to him to lean on him. Right. To desire everything about him. Right. You become a spiritual hog. You want everything God has to offer. Don't leave anything out. That's right. You just want it all. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to delight in the Lord and, and really begin to know Him, if you want your heart's desire to be Him, then the first step is to give your life to Him. You know, and some of you may have done this in the past, but you're, th- you're, you're saying to yourself right now, you know what, I've never really delighted in Him. I've never really wanted Him to be my heart's desire first. Still, you're still running your own life. You've yeah. never really depended on him, like a, a, a like a the bride. That's right. Like the, the the for the beloved. That's exactly right. And so, if you've never done that, and or if you have, and like I said, and, and uh, maybe you just not realizing, and you didn't say it from your heart, we're asking you right now to to, to say this prayer with us and know that you are saved. <laughs> and uh, man, I tell you what, just start delighting yourself in. Let, let him be your heart's desire. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. 
I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I want to delight myself in you. I want you to be my heart's desire. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. You know, today is Wednesday. And, uh, you know, find a church to go to, you know, this weekend. Start praying about that. Asking God, you know, maybe what church to go to. And ask them if they have a mentorship program so somebody can walk together with you, you know, at least for the first year with this new, exciting walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been a great week. But anyway, enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, and until we talk to you tomorrow, remember, strong desires and what that means to you and your relationship with God. And uh, understand that delighting yourself in Him means to just be totally dependent upon Him, to trust Him, to lean on Him, and to just follow Him. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, keep living it up. Bye-bye.